Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. Just after 1 o'clock, 106 is the KSL News Time. I am grateful to you for tuning in today. I'm excited about so many of the conversations we are going to have. We're going to be speaking to Senator Mitt Romney. We're going to be speaking to Ron Gibson, who is the president of the Utah Farm Bureau, also a dairy farmer. We're going to be speaking to Rick Larson, uh, is the uh, chairman of the Sutherland Institute. He's going to talk to me about government expansion in the times of crisis. And one of the unfortunate observations that he has made looking back at history uh, and has learned and writes about the, the fact that government once expanded in the midst of crisis often does not return uh, to its smaller state. Uh, it, uh, it grabs power and holds on to it. That's what he uh, has observed. We'll talk about that later on in the program. Uh, and we, of course, will be talking uh, just after 1.20 with Salt Lake City Mayor Aaron Mendenhall. We may be making that a, a regular conversation on this program with Salt Lake City being uh, Utah's capital city, largest city in the state. Uh, it is, uh, it's important to know what's going on uh, in uh, the great Salt Lake City. Uh, but to start, let me look backwards by just a day. We learned yesterday at the press conference hosted by uh, Governor Gary Herbert, state superintendent, uh, as well as state epidemiologist Angela Dunn. We learned that this soft closure, as they've termed it, which has been applied to the Utah public school system, we learned that, that that's been extended through the end of the year. Now, that means a lot to a lot of people. It is certainly uh, a, a surprising piece of information to parents who now need to adapt to the child care needs should they have them uh, now that the children will be home for the uh, duration of the school year. It also means uh, a great deal of uh, time and energy must be put into teaching by the teachers. They need to now continue on through the rest of the school year offering education however they will, taking advantage of technology and computers and digital distance learning. And uh, I've got some friends who are teachers, and I've tried to stay apprised uh, to their uh, behavior and their tactics. And uh, I'll tell you what, a lot of it is impressive. A lot of it's heartbreaking. You know, it's frustrating. Uh, there's a lot of work that goes into this. But uh, I do admire the teachers for being uh, so nimble and adaptive. And then there's a third group. There's a third group of people. There are parents. There are teachers. And then there are students. Uh, who are now in the middle of a time of life where they're growing and learning to adapt to, to new things, uh, they are thrown this curveball. 
And I have been curious about uh, the reactions of all students. In just a moment, we'll be speaking to the student body president of East High School, someone who's been a guest on this program in the past. But first, I want to share with you uh, some comments made by a a pair of 10-year-old twins. Uh, Producer Amy uh, has has a niece and a nephew, Ezra and Zoe. And uh, Amy called over to her cousins this morning and, and asked just a few questions. Uh, and again, these are tenth, uh, 10-year-olds uh, in fourth grade uh, in Cache Valley. Producer Amy, uh, their, their good aunt, uh, asked them a few questions. I want to go through some of the questions here. She started off, Amy did, uh, asking Ezra how school is going from home. A lot harder with everything on the computer. Then uh, how about why is it harder? Because we're not doing as much stuff on paper, and so we do like half the half of fourth grade is like on paper, so it's like lots of different, so lots and lots and lots of videos. Yeah, uh, and then Amy asked her niece Zoe, how uh, how has the teacher been teaching class? She's been doing Zoom and Google Meet, and I don't know the other ones, but those are the those are the main ones she's been doing. Some of them can be hard to log into, but like one of them today I missed because I didn't know she wouldn't let me get in one of the classes because I was late, but they can be fun. Uh, and, and then uh, Zoe uh, answered the question, what do you think about not going into school? I really like it because we get to stay at home. And then Zoe had some advice uh, that she would give to others who are struggling right now. I tell them that try to make the best of it well. Well, this is happening. That's it. There's the advice and the experience of a pair of 10-year-olds. That's pretty cute. Uh, yesterday, UEA President Heidi Matthews was a guest of mine on this program, and we talked uh, specifically about the seniors in high school. Here's what Heidi Matthews had to say, and then in just a moment we'll be speaking to uh, an actual senior in high school this year. Here's uh, UEA President Heidi Matthews. We love you, and congratulations. And um, this is... It's- while right now it it feels hard, I think that the the rite of passage and the rituals that you and ceremonies that you are going to have class of 2020 are going to be far greater than any of us have ever had because none of us have graduated in a pandemic, and the bonds that you'll have going forward and the memories of what was really valuable about your experience in public education in your in your K through 12 years is, is just going to be um, so poignant. And we've got your back. All right, joining me now on the line, president of the student body of East High School is Nile Kafusi, who has been a guest on this program before. We joined uh, each other in studio a little while back or an earlier episode of this show to talk uh, about what was being debated at the time, whether or not school uh, start time should be pushed back a little bit. Well, uh, we find ourselves chatting today under uh, far different circumstances. Uh, Nele, first off, thanks for uh, making some time for me. And uh, let me ask you this. How's it been going so far? Uh, hi, Lee. Thank you for having me again. Um, it's definitely been challenging to have to be home for my senior year towards the end of it. <laughs> What's been the most challenging? Uh, the most challenging would have to be being motivated to actually get online and do schoolwork. How, how have you been able to maintain that motivation? Um, by setting a schedule or a routine um, has definitely helped me and my siblings. We spend the living room, we spend time in the living room just 
doing homework until 2.30 when school would normally get out. And then from there, we just keep our routine and work out, go on walks. Let me ask you this. Uh, you heard the UEA president there, uh, Heidi Matthews, talking about some of the things that you, as a high school senior, uh, will miss out on. Uh, I, what comes to mind for me is uh, prom and graduation. Uh, what are your thoughts about missing prom and graduation, at least in the uh, conventional sense? Uh, it's definitely been really challenging. Um, this morning I just got my graduation announcements delivered. Um, and having to think of writing a graduation speech for a day that probably won't happen. Um, these are big memories for anyone. And like she said, it's a rite of passage. Um, but she also mentioned how we are graduating in a pandemic. And that in itself is a unique experience. Yeah. Uh, technology has presented uh, a number of ways for us to be creative. Now, have, have you and your, your friends traded any notes or speculated or, or brainstormed about how you might be able to, I don't know, something, uh, enjoy something like a, a digital prom or a digital graduation? Any, any conversations like that being had? Uh, we definitely have met before. We kind of saw the end of school coming. And so we had plan A, plan B, all the mm -hmm. way to plan E. And one of the plans was to mm -hmm. have a drive-by parade in front of the school as our administration would be uh, delivering the diplomas and we've thought of like everything that that situation needed and um, like the health code that we would need to follow. But we've definitely thought of graduation plans um, and virtual graduation isn't our favorite plan. <laughs> mm. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, I, I've got to say goodbye for today. We're out of time. But what I want to do, if you wouldn't mind, uh, l let's keep in touch as this school year proceeds and as uh, you and your classmates and your teachers and your family, as you uh, kind of overcome these obstacles and come up with creative solutions or alternatives to things like prom and graduation, uh, I, I'd, love to, I'd love to hear you explain that all to us and, and share with us your experience. Is that all right? Of course. All right. Uh, Nele Kafusi, president of the student body at East High School. Very proud of Nele. Grateful to her for making some time for us. We're going to take a break right now. And when we return, we'll be speaking to the mayor of Salt Lake City, Aaron Mendenhall, uh, will be my guest next. That's will kick off uh, a periodic segment. We'll be speaking to the mayor, it uh, looks like, each week going forward as we, uh, you and I, together combat this coronavirus uh, here in Salt Lake City and well beyond.